に Sorry, we've been so busy, you guys. I hope you liked our Halloween episode. Oh my God, our um, November Halloween episode. The River Vixens are not happy. Taking to the streets. They're taking it to the streets. 
They're not happy. It's all Patrick's fault. Serpent style. Serpent style, baby. What's going on with the tea? What's your thought? What? I don't want you to get mad, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you believe? Okay, who's that football player, Travis Kelsey's friend or whatever, the quarterback? Um, who? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yes. Yes. Did you hear his wife is so jealous of Taylor? <laughs> I mean, she ascended. She ascended. I told you I saw the Aries tour, right? Huh. I, saw the, I saw the movie. I told you, right? How was it? It was amazing. Three hours of pure happiness. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I might have to spend Thanksgiving alone. So I'm like, maybe I'll go see the Taylor movie. Do it. I fell asleep for an hour, but it was still great. <laughs> is Travis Kelsey in it? No, nobody's in it. Oh, okay. Ah. It's just her and the backup dancers. It's only, it's just the, it's the concert tour. Yeah. The oh. performance. But it was great. They're so, was... They're so in love. It's so cute. Everybody was like on the, in the halls dancing. Were, were the people in your audience dancing? Oh, yeah. It was like all the kids who were like in the front dancing right in front of the screen. That's so funny. I'm sitting. I'm not dancing. Like, <laughs> my back hurts. My knees hurt. Yeah, Patrick, was... yeah. I need a humble king. Well, speaking of football players, I have a different football player. And he's actually from your neck of the woods. <gasps> yeah. He's a Tennessee Titan. His name is DeAndre Hopkins. Have you heard of him? No. No. Well, it's, it's a great story. It's just, so I guess several years ago, his she was like, his mother, single mom of four, raising four kids, was horrifically attacked, unfortunately. A woman threw acid in her face, you know. Jesus. And blinded her. And, like, very unfortunately, she lost her eyesight. But I just really think it's really nice. This football player, every single game, like, his daughter will stand with the mother and let her know whenever he scores a touchdown. And he always gives the football. He'll jump up into the stands and hand it to her, which I think was just, like, a really sweet tradition. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. And he's like, uses his, his stage to, and his money to like watch out for her and take care of her. Like she took care of him and celebrate her. And I think, which is a really nice tradition. Sorry that oh. happened to her. But yeah, I'll have to look into that. Is he yeah. a current player? He is. He's yeah. a wide receiver for the Titans. And, you know, his mom says the ball symbolizes so much more than people could ever understand. It's very sweet. I'll send you that story. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. He racked up more receptions in his first six seasons as a player than any other player in history. So he's really good. Oh my God. Good for him. Yeah. I know. Maybe I'll run into him sometime. Like, oh, you're so nice. I love you. (laughs) Oh, do you know how old he is? He must be young, like early 20s. Yeah. When I'm saying it's a six year, so he's probably like 24, 23 or something. That's really sweet. Yeah. You know anybody? I don't. <laughs> Always relying on your brother. Always relying on you. Oh. Well. Well, yeah. Should we get into it? Any oh. other segments you want to do? All right, guys. We want to let you know that we have a new segment. And we don't have anything for this week, but we're doing listener mail. So if you guys want to write in and let us know what you think, or if you want us to make fun of you, if you're a jerk, Some write in. like that. Oh, yeah. We'll tear you apart. And yeah, you can be <laughs> feel free to be mean and then we'll be mean right back at you. Right at you. <laughs> right back at you, bitch. All right. So right into roastquaddoes at gmail.com. If you guys want to let us know any 
thoughts, opinions, controversial Please. takes. Oh, okay. Can you say it one more time? Roastsquaddoes at gmail.com. Oh my God. Wow. I'm so excited. Please write in. We'll probably read it because we're small. We're we're small, but we're making it. We are. Do you know what our most popular episode is? No. Which one? It's, um, I think it's season one, chapter eight, The Outsiders. That's a good one. Oof, of course it's your episode. Ah! <laughs> what is that line? Yeah, I think you have the even ones. That's the one I remember. Oh, okay. I'll have to, I'll double check because maybe I have the number wrong, but yeah. I just said it at the top of my head, baby. It could have been me. No. <laughs> it could have been me. No. Well. Yeah, let's do it. Let's All right. go. All right. So Riverdale episode 21, The House of the Devil. Oof. Oof. I don't think that's a good house. I don't. Okay. So previously on Riverdale. Thinking he could outsmart the snake charmer, Jughead falls deeper into the viper pit. A mysterious traveler divulges the tale of the Riverdale Reaper, a man who slaughtered his family over 50 years ago. Did you write that? (laughs) You know it. Oh my god. The viper pit. Wow. I love it. You never go into a viper den. Okay. And for this week, with the pressure of the Black Hood investigation building, roles get reversed. A jailbird flies the coop, and a sinister story of the Riverdale Reaper comes to light. All wow. this, testing the relationships of our baby. Ah, <laughs> you have a talent, I swear. So easy. You need to hone that. <laughs> Just like Make some money off it. Exactly, get a paid role, like 25 cents a word. Right? <laughs> Don't let that talent go to waste. I'm learning new things on this pod. I know. Wow. God, we're good. All right, guys. So we start with the Jughead VO. Like the Red Death in an Edgar Allan Poe story, the Black Hood had come to Riverdale. The Grimace Reaper, asking how they're all coping. We cut to seeing how Archie and Veronica are cutting. And guess how they're doing it, guys? Cardinal Defiance. (laughs) So gross. Which really just means going to the bone zone as much as possible. So we get this, like montage of them just like cooking up in every room of possible like archie's garage you know so it is graphic a... yeah it's i love the song it's Ooh, wait a minute mr postman i've been waiting for and they're just like archie and the guitar and they're just always all over top of each other mm-hmm. <laughs> we get a great scene it's like get a room god Ugh. we don't see this no and cheryl nails it she sees them she goes Ugh, get a room, Xenomorphs. She says that. Get a room. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, and so Jughead's like, you know, Archie had become the opposite of death. Boning. It's so like, so I guess sex is in defiance of the Black Hood for some reason. He's I like, don't he's like, me. He was even willing to risk Hiram Lodge's wrath. So we cut and we see them in the Penbrook and they're laying on like a bare skin rug, canoodling by a fireplace. I remember Hiram's like, I will kill you if you ever like... Come into my house and sleep with my daughter. Right. But Archie doesn't care anymore. So they're cuddling and then Archie has this look of pure happiness on his face. And Veronica asks, what's up? And Archie's like, well, it's just that I love you, Ronnie. Crickets. But I'm like, oh, baby. Oh, my God. It's Archie's first time saying you guys, but Ronnie does not respond. Oh. The worst. Oh, that's so embarrassing. It is. 
so they're cuddling and they get up and it's like very awkward and they're like oh well um you guys want to like watch something like maybe netflix <laughs> or hbo i'm like wow they actually name dropped they must have got paid for that one <laughs> but you guys this is cop awkward with a capital a like they're just like archie's like well uh I have to do this thing. Like, I think he actually says that. Like, I have to do a thing. So maybe I should go. But as he runs off. Yeah, you should go. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But before he leaves, Veronica kisses him and reassures him. It's like, look, this was an amazing evening. I love you. But she's like, (laughs) that's exactly the opposite of the point. This was great. Oh, my God. This was a magical evening. And I'm like, oh, boy, it's going to be one of those episodes, you guys. Oh, cringe oh the woes of you like he would say he loves me he didn't love me baby and so that good so good so that morning we cut to betty and jughead and they're meeting at pops for breakfast and they're discussing the new development in the riverdale case like the riverdale reaper and so jug's like look i've done some sleuthing and i found out like all this is true and i'm surprised this hasn't become like an urban legend of the town like a family of four slaughtered in the woods but i guess no one's heard of it they missed such a good opportunity because, like, Juggy is like, yes, shockingly, Freddy Krueger didn't lie to me. I'm like, they should have name dropped the Candyman because it was literally the Candyman. I'm like, that that's just bad writing. Fake fans, fake fans. Huh? Cody Todd, come in the pod. But they're saying they're like, look, we don't think the Black Hood could be the Riverdale Reaper because he would have to be, like, in his 60s. And that's, like, ancient in this town. Way too old. They kick everybody out. <laughs> Might as well be in a nursing home. <laughs> But they're like wondering, like, I don't know, maybe it's just some like random attack that just happened in the woods, which is seemed like a reasonable conclusion. But Betty's like, okay, so where did this all happen? And Jug's like, ah, I don't know, some shithole in the edge of the woods. Ah. Betty's like, wait a minute, edge of the woods, thinking, thinking, thinking. And we see it's like nighttime outside, and Jug's like, wait a minute, didn't the Black Hood send you to the edge of the woods? No, I'm just kidding, but <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Fox Forest. <laughs> so good. But yeah, so Jug's like, oh my God, like, yeah, like, that makes sense. Like, the Black Hood sent you to the same house the Riverdale Reaper was at. Like, may- okay, maybe we should go to the sheriff and find out all the players. And Betty's like, oh, yeah, I was actually kind of like a huge B to Sheriff Keller. Remember, I accused him of being the Black Hood and I like broke into his house. She's like, not going to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Invaded his privacy. Accused him of being a murderer. Exactly. Stalked him. <clears throat> so he's like, ah. okay, well then maybe we should just go investigate in the house. And Betty's like, oh God, no, God. I, I had to wear this really disgusting mask. Like this, ha- I had to look in some shitty mirror. This house smelled really bad. Like it was awful, Jughead. <laughs> it was awful. I can't do it. Fart soaked hooded mask. Jug, it smelled really bad in there. Like I do not want to go back. So good. And so Jughead suddenly receives a call and it's like, uh-oh, look, who could this be? But we see that the squad is all together and he's like, oh my God, guys, I have great news. FP is getting out of jail. And I'm like, yay! Finally, God. Oh, I know. I'm like, we've gone way too long without any of this. The, like... the heart and soul of this show. <laughs> and so they're like, oh my God, how is it possible he's getting out of jail? And Jughead looks at Archie and they both share a look. And we flash back to that night. We see them mm. kissing passionately after <laughs> delivering some drugs. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> like, sh- he's like, shut up. So they move on the <laughs> conversation. So they move the conversation on. <clears throat> and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, so there was like some overcrowding in prison. And I guess 
dumping like dumping a bed, dead body is not that big of a deal. So we're, he's <laughs> getting out. <laughs> They're like, ah, it's okay. I mean, yeah, it's, it's crowded in here. Whatever. What's the yeah. least serious crime? You 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 mishandled a dead body, like you know. <laughs> whatever. It's Riverdale, guys. It's Riverdale. So they're like, okay, like, that's great news. Like, can we help you with anything? Like, is there anything we can do? And they're like, okay, look, we got a new lead on this case. But they're like, we're going to be kind of busy getting FP set up. So Archie and Veronica, we want you to take over the investigation. And I'm like, uh-oh, you guys, it's also a role-switching episode. How quirky. <laughs> How quirky. Also, you're asking Dum Dum to, like, solve a serial killer murder pl- case like he's just gonna like pound the wall look at his fist like, is this how you do it <laughs> is this where the black hood is calling from <laughs> are you the black hood like grabbing it's like the simpsons <laughs> grabbing everybody are you the black hood are you no. the black hood no oh, by night i am a masked vigilant <laughs> i'm dead Okay, so we cut to the ladies' locker room, and continuing from last week, you guys remember, we see that Cheryl is kind of being like a crazy stalker for Josie, and like, I don't know if the fans have figured it out yet, but maybe I'll keep it a secret. Ooh. Maybe she's a little more interested in her. But anyway, they're in their towels, and um, I'm like, Jenny, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Ooh, bazoombas. And Cheryl's like, oh also, my god. No this. The, the locker room scenes always kill me. Yeah, they're like towels wrapped all the way. Like I don't know. She has about? like a pink towel, like completely naked. I'm like, I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't do sports, but I don't remember it being like a sexy. Like, oh, I'm just taking a nice shower. Like the showers were gross. Yeah, I don't think anybody showered in my high school, and it's always like the bulldogs are all whipping each other with towels. And like <laughs> any high school movie, it's like nobody does that. No. But anyway, Cheryl's like, oh my God, Josie, your back is so tight. Like, I just have just the thing, this CoverGirl product. And she's rubbing lotion into her back when suddenly the door pops open and it's Mr. Swenson, the creepy janitor from last episode. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know anyone was in here, but he doesn't leave right away. And I'm like, he's definitely trying to cop a peek. He's like, oh, sorry, girls. Uh, Oh my God, my mistake. And he just keeps looking. Very creepy. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so... We cut back to the lodge residence and Sheriff Keller is leaving and Veronica wants to know like, oh my God, what was going on? Why was the sheriff here? And her parents tell her that they received a letter from none other than John Wayne Gacy himself. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, you've been bad, bad people. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good. Hey guys, it's John Wayne Gacy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like you guys ready you for a little treat? You guys ready for a little treat? But no, it's the black hood. And so Veronica's like, well, don't trip over yourselves like packing up and getting the hell out of here. And Hermione is just drunk. She's like, uh, whatever. Everybody in town Wait, gotta know, got like, who cares? Don't Veronica- let it ruin your day. Veronica's like, look, we're the, like, we are effed. We're the biggest sinners in town. Like, we are screwed. And her parents are like, look, we got protection. We live in a fortress. And like, you know, that uh, strong hunk of a boyfriend, Archie, like, we wouldn't mind seeing him around more. (laughs) Clearly for protection. Right. Yeah. And we see, like, uh, this triggered me so much. We see Archie getting out of the shower. And we get some, like, serious fan service of his body. And Veronica's like, can you come over? And spelling you with a U. Uh. 
I wonder how he feels about like being so sexualized. Uh, just like as an actor, I'd be curious. Yeah. I guess uh, that's the part. Yeah. Have you seen this like Billie Eilish um, controversy? No. Oh yeah, she's always talking about because she's like she's got big boobs basically, and everyone's always like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, she covers herself up. But she was like, she always goes off about that. But she's like, oh, men don't get treated like that. And I'm like, okay, well, women definitely have it a lot worse, but men also like look at Archie, like we're just saying. Well, it's just like the best example is like the Taylor Lautner like situation. You know, yeah. Jacob from Twilight. It's like he would. It's so interesting when you like look back, and he was. 16 and grown women are like show us your abs jake you know like i think yeah. he he talked about it like on his podcast and just weird and like i can't remember exactly but i think he's like i didn't realize it at the time but looking back it's so weird right and he's he has a like he's just learning to drive basically like yeah no i like totally so- sympathize with billy but she's like oh like Nobody cares if you have a dad bod or you're like chubby or have a six pack. I'm like, it's definitely, it's definitely like bad standards yeah. all around. Like, it's not great yeah, for anybody. That's all the time. Yeah. God, oh. use your brain. No offense, Billy Eyelash or whatever the fuck you're doing. I'm, sure I'm sure she was just sick of it. Like, you know, yeah. shut up, shut up. But anyway. Yeah. So she's kept- young too. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Men's rep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I heard about that from like on a podcast and they're like, now I sound like an incel or like any men's rights advocate. Not no, trying to be no. like that. No. It's important. Because mm-hmm. then shit like this happens. And I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm assuming like he's fine with it, but yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> That's a whole other <laughs> can of worms. Okay. So anyway, back at the Cooper residence, we see Betty and she's asking her mom, like, oh, I just wanted to ask you before I leave, could I borrow the car tomorrow? And she's like, what's going on? She's like, well, FP is getting released from jail. And Betty's like, before you find out anything else, Jug is a serpent and he's a sexy baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so back at the worm, we go to the white worm, the serpent hangout, and Jug reveals that his father's getting out to the serpents. And we see Tallboy and he's drunk and he's like, well, that's just great. Like, now you want us to sit... (laughs) He's like, you want us to change? Yes. The- yeah. It's like, daddy's boy's getting out and you want us to sit down with the mayor and change the serpent way of life? Like, I'm like, check it here. I'm like, Tallboy's got a point. You've been in the gang for like five minutes. Like, who do you think you are? He does have a point. Yeah. Like when a new person comes in, they're like, we should do this. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. You got to pay your dues, bitch. But Jack, he always stands up for himself. He's like, you know what? Like, he stand, he's like, I'm sick of your shit, tall boy, acting like a little bitch. And I'm like, whoa, this, like, calls him a bitch. I'm whispering behind my Ooh. back that I'm a half serpent and I don't belong here. So Jug's like, you know what? We need to put this to a vote. Like, all that, all who think I'm doing the right thing and leading us in the right direction, take a vote. Like, raise your hand. And so, like, Tony stands up for him and Sweet Pea and everyone raises their hands and they're like, yeah, shut the hell up, tall boy. And that's Can it. you imagine? Someone calling you half a serpent. You're either a serpent or you're not. You're all in or you're not, baby. That makes me sick. <laughs> so offensive. <sighs> so offensive. Don't ever well, talk about being half a serpent ever again. Don't, unless you want a, a problem, you know? <laughs> <laughs> also, tall, tall boy is like five, like six, five. Like I would, I'd back off of this one. Jughead's like a string bean. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Anyway. <laughs> okay, so we cut back to the Pembroke, and Veronica is putting on her looks. She's like, oh, Archie, like, I really need your help. And she's like, you know, I was thinking, maybe we should go investigate that murder house. And Archie's like, wow, a fun house sounds like an awesome idea. Stop it. So Veronica's, Veronica's like, he's like, I love those mirrors that, like, change the way you look when you walk in. Veronica's like, no, no, murder, murder, and I, uh, whatever, you sexy hot, whatever. We got cotton candy, too? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So she, like, she tells him, she's like, look, my parents got a letter, and Archie's like, Veronica, I just want to make sure, like, are we good? She's like, she doesn't want to say she loves them, and of course, they just go to the Bone Zone USA instead. It's like, just stop talking, stop talking. Don't. Riverdale. Poor Archie. Poor Archie. People just don't even want to hear him talk at this point. <laughs> Veronica's gaslighting is pretty good in this episode. She's just like, oh, yeah, like, tonight was a wonderful evening. And then this, like, anytime Archie talks, she just, like, kind of starts doing something else. Right. Distracts him with, like, a shiny object. <laughs> so I love this scene so much. It's, like, the most forced random scene ever. Like, the conversation starts with Fred being like, is there anything you want to get off your chest, son? Like, I don't know, the scene was just very awkward, but so we get this kind of back so and forth. Yeah. But we get like a back and forth of Veronica and Archie talking to their parents. And Veronica, Veronica's like, look, Archie may or may not have said the L word the other day. And she's wondering, like, is it too soon? And Fred's like, yeah, you know, Archie, I want to get too much in your head about that. Like, people can be on different schedules. Like, just don't don't really worry about it. And Veronica's parents are like, oh, you know, it doesn't really matter what he said. It's more like if you're ready to hear it. And Hiram's like very mm-hmm. upset, by the way. It's like, or if he didn't say it, didn't say it. Right. But anyway, we cut to the prison and we see FP is finally getting out of prison. Finally. Yay. Yay. <laughs> finally. God. Yeah. And so they hug and we see Alice is waiting by the car. And she asks, FP, this is so funny. I knew what she was going to say too. Did you? No. So she's like, she walks over and he goes, well, FP, is it true what they say about men who just got out of prison? That they're incredibly sexually, incredibly sexually frustrated, and I'm like, everyone's like, "Wow, mom, like, what was that?" Can you imagine your mom saying that to someone? Like, that is so embarrassing. He's just like, "What the?" <laughs> right. Remember, like FP, like Alice and FP definitely have some history. Like, she like is very cold to him and hates him for a lot of stuff. And so we'll find out. Yeah, and we see it in this scene a little bit where they're they end up at Pops to get like a out-of-prison meal, which I'm sure is probably, like, the best-tasting meal ever. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. And so Alice is like, well, with the hood attacking sinners, you better watch your back when you rejoin the serpents. I love that. I have to say this now. So is like, well, I was in prison. Shankshaw. And I'm like, this is so creative show. Wow. <laughs> Shankshaw. Um, what else do we have? <laughs> CCC, Triple C, um, American XM. Exactly. Five seasons. So Gla- funny. Glamazon. Glamazon. Thanks, <laughs> my ass. But FP's like, look, I thought a lot about it. Oh, sorry. Good. That'd be cool if they had, if they like had a parallel universe in the Stephen King universe, like they're in the same universe, and it was Shankshaw. Missed because... opportunity. <laughs> Different show. <laughs> uh. So FP tells her, he's like, look, I thought about it a lot in prison, and I'm not going to be going back to the serpents. And Jug's like, what? What do you mean? The serpents need you, dad. We need you, daddy. Uh, that is, 
And Betty's like, yeah, Jughead needs you. And Alice is like continuing to be a B. And FP, FP is like, look, like, you know, I thought it was go straight. Maybe I'll get a job here at Pops. I saw a help wanted sign. And Alice is like, well, that's going to be great until you start drinking again. And he's like, well, I started AA program when I was in jail. And I'm like, good for you, FP. Now this is awkward. Yeah, good for him. <sighs> Alice. <laughs> God. Yeah, they're just like, oof. Well, good. she's like, I guess that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> So now we cut back to Mulder and Scully back on the case. And I'm like, that was a terrible joke. It's Veronica and Archie. <laughs> I love it. They're like, well, Sheriff Keller, we have questions about this cold case back in the day. And they're like, we found out that the files are missing. And we're wondering, like, if this is a cover up. And the sheriff's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We are a very legit operation here. Nothing shady happening at all. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you know, well, um, some detective... Some detectives take their files home at night, so maybe that's where it is. Yeah, that's it. Yes, yes, we're allowed to do that. Yes. <laughs> He's like, well, it was probably Sheriff Howard, and he died two years ago. Definitely not a cover-up. His eyes are, like, shifting back and forth. Ah. <laughs> I love it. He's like, look, I'll give you the contact in for, for his daughter. Like, maybe she has his files still. So as they're walking away, the sheriff's radioing in, like, shit, 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 we gotta find those files. Oh, no! I'm just, this is all a joke, you guys, but. Fuck, shit, they're on to us. It's like, crap. Uh, anyway. So funny. <laughs> I, I want to know the Riverdale police station gossip. Oh, they're like, look, I picked up Alice on the street <laughs> corner at <laughs> three in the morning. <laughs> oh. He is probably so good. They're probably like blackmailing everybody, just sort of picking them off the streets. Yeah. And like how that story went viral of that girl, that lady, police lady, sleeping with all her coworkers. Oh, remember that? God, yeah. And that isn't me slut shaming. Like, I'm like, girl, do whatever you want. But like, I feel like that would happen in Riverdale. You know, that's tea. (laughs) And let's be honest, it probably happens at a lot of police precincts. I'm I'm sure. I mean, they're at like, they're up at all hours of the night and like just there's nothing to do. I'm sure they're like, hey, you want to have a couple drinks and who knows what leads to what? Yeah. You're in a high pressure situation together a lot of the time. Adrenaline's pumping. Right. I mean, Whew. yeah. Working that midnight shift. Working um... midnight. Oh, baby. Oh, okay. So I love the scene so much. So we get, we cut to them calling the daughter. And they're asking, like, if she knows about the Conway murders. And it just sounds to me like, you know, it's clearly just, it sounds like they're, like, on a voicemail system. Like, the way this woman is speaking. Like, it just sounds so off. She's like, ugh, that again? My dad was so obsessed. He called that house the devil's house. He'd go there every day trying to piece it all together. He lost his mind. (laughs) And Archie's like... Is it that hard to figure out? It's like, he lost his mind in that house. Now, don't call me again and hangs up. It was just like, they don't even like speak to her. It's not like back and forth. It's just like a recording of a conversation. So funny. It's just exposition. (laughs) I love that. And so Archie looks at Veronica and he's like, look, I was thinking maybe we should go to the fun house. Veronica's like, she's like, Archie, for the second time. It's (laughs) It's like, it's the devil's murder house. house. They call it the devil's house. And what if he's home? All right, you guys. So now it's time for some Sons of Anarchy, baby. <laughs> this must have been when Sons of Anarchy was popular, too. Oh, yeah. It's like, 
I love it. Just like the music. It's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You're killing me this episode. So we see two very sexy men on a very long motorcycle ride. It's like, it's like totally CGI. <laughs> I don't know. They're going like a hundred miles per hour. It doesn't. <laughs> so it's Jug and his dad going on their first ride after prison. They like go like up a little. It's like very nice scene above like Sweetwater River. And so Jug's like, you know, dad, when you were gone, like things got really crazy. And FP instantly knows he's like, has Penny been bothering you? Has she been like, is she, I figured she was the one who greased my wheels. And Jug's like, look, I just did like a job for her. Um, but he's like, look, that's all over. I don't need, he's like, shut the hell up, dad. Don't ask any more questions. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Leave it's it alone. Fine. Everything's fine. And we get FP, like a little FP backstory here. He's like, look, when I was 16, my dad like kicked me out of the house, told me to go to hell. So I joined the serpents, then the army. And he's like, I don't want that life for you, Jug. I want wow. you to, yeah. He's like, I want you to go to college and never look back at this shitty town. And Jug's like, <laughs> And Jug's like, look, Dad, I did the gauntlet. Like, I feel obligated to stay here for the serpents. Like, that's what I need to do. And I want your blessing to, like, tell me it's okay. And so FP reluctantly accepts. And he's like, okay. But you have to promise me you're going to keep writing. And he's like, I do it every day, Dad. But he's he's, so he's disappointed, but he accepts it. Yeah. FP is such a good dad. Yeah. He knows he can't stop his baby son. <laughs> so we cut back to Pops. So and now we see FP looking like a little wiener in his Pops outfit. And I'm like, <laughs> it's your classic. He looks like, like a fool. Yeah. It's like your classic 50s, like burger hat. And I'm like, oh my God, Jenny. Remember when we were in Greece? Oh my God. Sorry, she's eating. So I'm sorry. When we were children, like, I don't know, Jenny was like 10. I was like eight. My brother, we were in Greece, the musical. And we were like the same people wearing the burger hats. And we had the song, let's go to the hop. And we changed oh, it. Baby. We made it our own show. We're like, let's burn down the hop. Oh, <laughs> <man."> <laughs> That show, we just did whatever we wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, okay. We were stars. <laughs> oh, there's one part where the, the sexy man is singing. He's like, solo. And I was crawling on the floor as Jenny had to drag <laughs> me away from like, getting at him i was like this man is so sexy i have to get to him and jenny's pulling me across the stage like we're stealing the attention we were scene stealers and no and everyone was just like yeah that's fine we just did whatever we wanted we're like small parts and like a community center play we did not care (laughs) (laughs) it was so good so good oh my god i wish we had that on video I always have it in my memory. It's just the best thing ever. So funny. Oh, my God. So we see Cheryl and Josie on their, on a little girl's date. But we see Cheryl's like, <laughs> at least that's what Cheryl thinks was going on. But she's like, wow, Josie, I can't believe you're doing a car, like a car dealership gig. That's a step above doing amateur porn. And Josie's like, hey, they said they paid me 5K as long as I like pretend to be Reggie's date. I'm like, hey, 5K is not bad. Not bad 5K at all. 5K is 5K. Yeah, like, geez. That's half my t- college tuition. Like, <laughs> I'll be anyone's date. You know what I mean? So this news, like, <laughs> so she says she's going to be, like, pretend to be Reggie's date. And this news pisses off Cheryl, who chucks her milkshake at Josie. So rude. Admit, no, it, she knocks it to the floor. And she's like, clean it up, slave boy. And this is mostly done to embarrass FP, who she notices. She's like, clean it up, like the way you clean up my brother's blood. And like, oh my God. 
You guys, Jughead charges at her. She got him, but Jughead charges at her like he's going to slap the shit out of her. Like, the look of rage is so crazy. She got him. She did. And, like, FB stops Jughead. He gets between Jughead and Cheryl. Like, I'm not even, this is not a joke. He looks like, Jughead looks like he's going to, like, beat that, like, literally hit her. Yeah. FB's like, right away, ma'am. And let me get you another milkshake on the house. And I'm like, wow, so humble. Like, I wish TV characters could be humble kings. He's so good. And, like, Jughead storms back to Betty and he's like, my dad used to be a king, a leader of men. And look at him now, working a minimum wage job. The shame. And I'm like, ugh, makes me sick. Makes me sick. (laughs) Makes me two, makes 213 an hour. Wow. Like, cleaning up his life. And Betty's like, look. And Betty's like, you know what? You're right. Like, why don't we do that? Throw him a retirement party fit for a king. So that'll solve everything. <laughs> really? And I'm like, so we go to the white worm, the bar. We see Tony bartending. I'm like, isn't she 16 also? But whatever. Betty's oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's Riverdale. Betty's like, look, maybe we could put a karaoke machine over there. And I'm like, please, nobody likes those. But she's like, look, Tony, I wanted to talk to you about Jug joining the serpents. Like, she's like, look, I, I thought FP coming home would allow him to protect Jug, but it looks like I'm going to have to keep an eye on him. I want to be a mm. goddamn serpent, baby. <sighs> How the tides turn. But no, she's like, oh, so Tony's like, so you want to be a serpent? And she's like, well, I want to be more serpent adjacent. I'm like, does that just mean being adjacent to all the serpent men in bed, baby? <laughs> hey, sign me up. And oh my God, this this woman who interjects is my new queen. She's like this woman who sounds like she smoked a million cigarettes in her life. Like, she's like, listen, honey, so you want to be a serpent? You're going to have to do the serpent dance. And we <laughs> and we see this I'm woman, dead. like, dancing on a stripper pool. And did they make, like, a snake sound? It's like, like a slithering snake sound. Is a woman's oh, I think so. Dancing on the stripper pole. It's so good. Oh my God, Birdie, that's the lady's name. What a queen. <laughs> Listen. Like her on the show more. I know. I was like, I really think I wrote this. I was like, this character we see once and never see again. And I love her. We need <laughs> we need more Birdie. So Betty, and so Betty's like, that's it. I just have to dance on a stripper pole. That's easy. But we see that she has a look of desire in her eyes, you guys. And so, like, back at the trailer that night, FP's like, look, I don't want to do this party at all. Like, I want to keep the serpents in my rear view mirror. And I'm like, yeah, isn't FP like a recovering alcoholic? Like, this seems a little like tenuous, like taking an alcoholic. He's foot. probably on parole. Like, yeah, he's probably like you know. white knuckling it, like days, like taking him to a serpent biking biker bar for an alcoholic who wants to get his life together is not a great idea. So rude. But he's really trying his hardest. Yeah. But he accepts it. And so John gets a phone call and he's like, oh, it's Archie. But no, it's the snake charmer, you guys. And she hasn't got her fangs out of him just yet. So she's like... Did you write that? <laughs> <laughs> I should have put so that in good. the intro, but I wanted to save it. So good. And so she's like, Jug's like, look, we're done with each other. And she's like, no, you're mine. You're mine. And if you don't, I'll have your father behind bars. So like, they meet and Jug is just like, look, I am like not doing this. I am done with you. And I have a sit down with a mayor. So maybe I'll mention your little drug operation. And I'm like, I'm like, why would the mayor agree to this meeting, first of all? But anyway, she's like, well, she got the receipts because, oh, I have this little video of you. So I got the receipts, bitch. Right. And Jug's just she's like. She's not stupid. No, not at all. She, she knows how to play the game. Yeah. 
And so Jug like storms off and he's like, uh, Jug is like really pissed off this episode in general, I guess. Do you notice? Yeah, <laughs> Very angry. And so Jug's like, look, an attack on me and my father is an attack on all serpents. And it's like, we'll come for you. And Penny's like, so he storms off and she's like, oh, that little girlfriend of you, she's quite feathering. And she's like, all snakes have a soft white underbelly and she, you're, and she's yours. And Jug smacks her. <laughs> <laughs> right on the chin. Okay. So now we cut to the fun house. <laughs> and Archie's like, I'm oh, kidding. So we cut to the murder house and Archie is like, well, okay. So the sheriff came here year after year. So there must be like some meaning. There must be something here. And we cut back to like the murder. It's just kind of a replay of what happened. A man walks into the house, shoots the mother, shoots the father, and shoots the two children. And so Betty and Archie are like watering the halls, looking for anything, any clues, any evidence. And Veronica wonders like, uh, if it was a family on four, why are there so many initials on this wall? There's an extra set of initials, you guys. And suddenly mm-hmm. we, yeah. And they notice in the corner, like a, a manila fold, like a case folder. And I guess the guy just left his the files right there on the floor of this house but whatever idiot <laughs> whatever and they're going through the, the files and they notice a family photo and in it are three children so one survived the murders <gasps> oh my god and so see. we go but yeah so we see that night betty is playing planning the party she's making some phone calls and alice overhears and she's like what's going on and she goes well we see so we cut back to betty who's planning the party and alice over here is and wonders what's going on so she's like look we're planning a retirement for fp the mom's like well i never and she goes well remember you used to be a serpent mom but we immediately see alice rush over to pops and slaps fp right across the face <laughs> got him and she's like look i'm not gonna let our children make the same mistakes that we made and fp's like shut up this is a family restaurant stop yelling and he's like look if you're so worried about this party why don't you come and be a chaperone? She's like, I would never step in a room with so many sexy babies. I can't resist. And if he's like, if you're that, <laughs> he's like, if that worried, invite Hal, your husband. And he's like, he would never come to that place. And FP's like, look, then don't bring him. And the sexual tension between these two, you guys, like there's definitely something going on. You could cut it with a butter knife. Oof. And she's like, she just storms out of there without saying anything. So Later, Veronica and Archie tell Betty and Jughead about, like, the third surviving child. We find out his name is Joseph Conway. Betty's like, look, maybe if we find Joseph, he can tell us about the murders and how they relate to the Black Hood. And Jughead's like, nope, he's the Black Hood. I figured it out. I get all the credit. I I said it first. I said it first. He always does that. Exactly. So annoying. It's like, wow. Okay. Okay. But he's like, yeah, okay, his family got murdered. Maybe he wants revenge. And thus began the Black Hood. And Veronica's like, okay, well, we have an old photo. The guy changed his name and was a former Riverdale High student. So they're like, we can go through the yearbook picture by picture and try to find this person. And they're like, look, I love this. Like, Betty and Jack could have looked, that sounds like it's going to take a really long time. And like, yeah, we're going to go to a bar tonight and get really turned. And sorry, guys, this is a job switching episode. So sucks to be you. Oh, yeah. Sucks to be you. <laughs> so and i'm like this is fair because all that archie and veronica do is just party and bone and now they get to like okay i agree let them do the work for once <laughs> sorry losers so late into the evening we see archie and veronica looking through the pictures when they find who it is and you guys will never guess who it is it's the character we met one episode ago mr swenson the janitor the creepy janitor i couldn't believe it 
So we see like him in the hallway, he's cleaning up. <clears throat> and Archie's like, hey, Mr. Swinson, I know you are Joseph Conway. And he takes off like running. And I'm like, real <laughs> subtle, Archie. Hey. <laughs> hey, Mr. Joseph Conway. And he's like, shit, gotta get out of here. But Archie runs and pins him down. And he's like, why did you run? And he's like, look, I was just scared. Nobody's called me that in a really long time. And they're like, I know who you are, you sick bastard. I know you're the hood. I'm like, you might have some PTSD. Take it a little easy. Yeah, take it easy on him. You don't know that. Yeah. And they're like, okay, what happened? What's your story? And so he recalls the night. He says he escaped through the window and he could have run off, but he wanted to stay and see who the killer was. The murderer was a con man preacher who had come to town. So the next day, this Joseph Conway took the, a lynch mob and identified the man who dragged him off to the forest and did God knows what. Right. And they're like, wow, okay, what happened to all the men that murdered him? And he goes, nothing. The town treated it like it never happened. It demanded blood for blood. Mm. And Veronica's like, that sounds a lot like the hood right here. And she's like, <laughs> Archie looks him in the eyes and he flashes back. And it's not the same man. Like the eyes don't match the man behind the hood. So he calls Veronica off. And I'm like, wow, poor guy, I guess. Like, Yeah, so rude. <laughs> really traumatized the guy who watched his family get murdered. God. <laughs> So we cut back to Betty, who's getting all sexy, practicing for the performance that night. And she lets down her goddamn ponytail. She is ready for this. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, boys, watch out. Um, So, yeah. This episode's so sexual. I know. We're going to get to it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. And at the Pembroke, Hermione's, like, asking Veronica, she's like, look, how are you doing with the whole Archie situation? And she's like, I've thrown myself into this project to avoid talking about the love. She's like, I don't know why I can't say it. It's not that big a deal. Like, you and Daddy never say it. Like, I don't think I've ever heard you guys say it even once. Wow. Oof. Ouch. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Oof. Quite as Archie how he's doing. And he's like, look. I'm worried I'm going to lose Veronica. She's always been there when times got dark, like in really dark. I'm afraid I'm going to lose that. Fred's like, ah, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, bye. Have fun partying tonight at a biker bar. I don't really care. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. All right, have fun. <laughs> so good. I'm like, you guys, it's time to party. God, I wish I was there. I'm like, you know, this biker bar scene is going to be a shit show. <laughs> I am so jealous. I wish I could have gone. Ah, the night to remember for day eras, <laughs> decades. And so you can tell, like, so everyone's just kind of getting ready to the party. Jug's running around like he's really nervous. I'm not really sure what he's worried about, but he's like, you know, checking the exits and things like that. Just then we see Alice and Betty come in and they look like they're in the mood for trouble. And I'm like, Alice looks great. She's like in a leather jacket, black makeup. So pretty. In Jug, we just hear it's like, boy, boing. Yeah, <laughs> he's very happy I to see love, these. I love women that walk in looking for trouble. Like mm. that's my kind of woman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And Alice heads straight for the bar, and she gets a shot of tequila. And she's like, so she immediately chugs it. And she's like, two more. So, ah. <laughs> you ask for trouble, and she's here. And we see like the parking lot. Archie and Ronnie are meeting, and he's like, "Look, can we please talk? Like, not about Mr. Swenson, and not about that fun house, which I'm realizing was not that fun after all." <laughs> Where was the popcorn? Where was the garden <laughs> candy? It's like you know, Ronnie. I'm really mad. That fun house was not fun. Fun at all. Got him. And she's like, "Please, for the love of Christ, just drop it, Archie." And he's like. Look, I just wanted to let you know that's how I was feeling in the moment. 
Like you shouldn't feel any pressure to say of it, but say it back. And Veronica's like, oh my God, thank you for understanding it. And Archie's like, wow, still not gonna say it, huh? Well, so I signed us up for that Donnie Darko song you love, or do you just like it at least? And her like look on her face is like holy. I couldn't believe this, Patrick. Oof. I couldn't believe it. I love just that you don't feel pressured. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like Ooh, the gaslighting. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Now it's time for them to sing the song. All around us are familiar faces, worn out places. Don't... And I'm like, this is the worst song to be singing in a bar. <laughs> the worst <laughs> like, song I've ever heard, period. Like in a biker bar. Yeah. God. So it, it's like, like cherry pie or something. Like, play. Exactly. Highway to hell. Like, like what? What's this? Like, pour some sugar on me. Yeah. When you need a little love. Some yeah. Def Leppard or Def Leppard or anything, but killing the mood. It's so annoying. Yeah. So it's Archie and Veronica singing a duet, and like we can see that they're both like hurting and sad, and like halfway through the this boring shitty song, Veronica <laughs> can't take it anymore and runs off, and the crowd, crowd starts booing. But Betty is there to pick up the slack and she gets up on stage and like is singing and they're singing the same song, but through it is stripping off her clothes. And I'm like, wow, is nobody concerned about the 16 year old taking her clothes off on stage? I know. And we're just like, Woo, yeah. Woo. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Uh, and Jug looks on at whore as she gives like yeah. this awkward, like this very awkward pole dance. We see Alice stumbling around the bar, like rubbing on some muscle humps when she realizes what's happening. She's like, that bitch stole my move. I can't <laughs> believe <laughs> Mama invented that move and you gotta pay her, sweetie. <laughs> That's my move, bitch. <laughs> but you guys, Betty has done the serpent's dance. She is a serpent now. And so FP takes the stage and he welcomes the gang. It says how he loves being a serpent and that it helped him through the toughest times. The serpent stuck by his hat. Sorry. The serpent stuck by his side, even when others turn their back on him, including his own family. And he looks at Jug, and Jug is like, oh no, what did I do? Yeah. And so he's like, look, I can't turn my back on you guys. You never turn your back on me. So you can't, I am not retiring, and I'm staying a serpent, baby. And, and the party rages on, and Jughead is like, he just has like this thousand yard stare. And he's like, what I happened? To, yeah. He's like, what happened to retirement? And he's like, I know about the snake charmer in the delivery. It was the one thing I told you not to do. I'm in. You're out. You broke my heart, Jughead. And I'm like, he's like the godfather right here. You broke my heart. So some gang hey. member has... Oh, go ahead. Oh, so, they, so some guys come over, give FP a shot, and he takes it. So he's not sober We're anymore. Go. I blame Jughead entirely for this. Yeah, really, really screw that up. 100% of the blame. It's like... I'm trying to think, putting a match to a flame, a match to like a can of gasoline and thinking <laughs> it's going to be okay. Like how, about, how about the one thing, how about I go to the serpents, which ruined my dad's life and use them to help my dad out of prison. That's a great idea, right? Right. <laughs> how about I bring him to a party with all his friends, all getting wasted, strippers on a stripper pole, uh, you know, Nostal like what do you think is gonna happen? You fool. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. 
I guess his friends were supposed to be there for him, remember? It's like, Archie, never let him get on the dark path. And he's like, eh, football. Football. Veronica. I guess his dad wow. did get shot. Ugh, devastating. It's, and it's all It's all his fault. <laughs> okay, so outside, Archie and Veronica are arguing. And he's like, look, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter that you don't say it back. And Veronica's crying like, it does matter. And I should be able to say it. So she hugs Archie and tells him she can't be with him, basically. And I'm like, baby, no. No. Now, and now we see Jughead and Betty. And, like, Jughead's upset. She's like, what's wrong? Was I not sexy enough for you? And he's like, look, it's everything. Uh, he asks, like, why would you do that dance? And she's like, look, I want to be a part of this world. I love you more than anything. And I want to be there, part of your world, baby. And Jughead just, like, yells at her. He's like, look, Archie knew to run away. And now I'm dragging you down. I'm dragging down my dad down. He's like, I can't do this. And if I can't protect you anymore, I won't let that happen. I, I won't let this all happen to you. And Betty just tearfully is like, how many times are we going to push each other away? And Jug's like, until it sticks, until I, because I know I'm going to keep hurting you. Go home. Oh. So both of them are all broken up now. The gang is falling apart. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the end of the show. Jughead voiceover, guys. That night, I realized we were all playing a game of snakes and ladders. In one fell swoop, we all fell off the board into a free fall. But we had drug others into our game. At the same time, we were feeling that shock and loss. Archie looked across his room and saw the girl next door for the first time. We see Archie and Betty staring at each other shirtless. Wow. Wow. Riverdale, you guys. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What an episode. We came back with a vengeance. Patrick, you nailed it. Kicking it. <laughs> I had so much fun. <laughs> I had so much fun writing this one. This was a really good one. <laughs> so many good jokes. So many good jokes. Like, I knew I, I couldn't do this alone. I was like, I did it. had to have you here for it. Oh, my God. The, I, I, I had so much fun. I am so happy. To, we're back. We, uh... <sighs> We had a little break, but we're back, baby. We got Thanksgiving coming up, holiday episodes. Yay. You guys, make sure to rate and review us five stars at Rose Squad Does Riverdale. And please, please, please send us listener mail at rosequaddoes at gmail.com. Rosequadassemble at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Does. God, you know what happens when you step on a serpent. It bites back.